again and welcome to the Global Fly Fisher podcast. This is one of the Global Fly Fisher partners, Martin Jorgensen speaking. And today, outdoors at the water, fishing. I'll just go down to the shoreline here so that you can hear the waves. And um, that, of course, provided that the wind doesn't blur out the whole thing because uh, it's quite windy today and actually that has uh, made me want to talk about fly fishing under windy conditions because it is quite windy here. I, um, I have no idea how much there's uh, wind in the microphone and I'll just check in a moment but if I turn around like with my face into the wind you might hear some noise in the microphone um, because I have the wind right over my my head uh, when facing the water which is actually quite nice because that will help my casting um, as I said I'm uh, I'm fishing today and not only that but I have caught fish whoa big thing because as you might have read or heard in one of these podcasts and read on the site um, I had 19 trips before this without fish that's 19 trips in a row with no fish so having caught three within the last 24 hours is really really big and maybe the spell has been has been broken we'll see at least um, I know that there are fish here. We have been fishing five guys, and um, everybody except for one have had fish in their hands, and um, everybody had contact. We have seen fish, we have caught fish. I have taken three that we're going to eat tonight, and um, one of the other guys have taken one really beautiful three pound sea trout. Um, and the rest have been released so we've had some great fishing actually really nice fishing we were supposed to have extremely bad weather this weekend today is Saturday uh, but it seems that we have skipped the bad weather and only gotten the wind because uh, there was supposed to be rain and sleet and we have seen the sun and right now the sun is kind of hazily shining through the clouds so um, and it's quite comfortable actually apart from the wind but let me get back to you about the wind and casting in the wind which I'm gonna do in a moment uh, I just want to check the recording here as I usually do as you know I don't really trust all these uh, little gizmos and um, since my first recording failed I have uh, I have uh, always checked it uh, before continuing and talking to you I'll probably spend about I don't know 15 20 minutes talking about casting in the wind so let's see uh, I'll be back when you have the waves for a while and then uh, I'll be back and um, we'll see what happens
Well, it's a bit difficult to judge the quality of, uh, of the sound there, so uh, I just moved the microphone to another place. Uh, it sounded like maybe you got just a bit too much environment and just a bit too little of me, so um, let's see. This is quite close to my, uh, to my, my, my body and uh, in the color of my t-shirt, so it might uh, bump a bit around. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, Never mind, I'll just get in the water and start fishing and uh, we'll see what, uh, what it, where it takes us. The water is rising now, you can see we have a stone which has been covered with, uh, with water which is actually just barely free now. And uh, Rasmus and uh, Yari, one of the other guys fishing down here, have haven't seen um, anything or felt anything. They both fish with spinning rods and uh, fairly far out. All the fish that we have caught except for one have actually been caught quite close to the shore. So uh, we'll see. I'll just pop in the water here and fish my way along uh, the beach. See what happens. As the water rises, we might get fish in. Uh, I usually don't consider the tide a crucial factor when when fishing for sea trout but some people are really keen on fishing high water and the water shifts but basically as long as as there are waves and a bit of movement in the water and uh, uh, not not extremely low water extremely high water I usually find it quite quite uh, um, an insignificant factor but uh, as I said some people want rising water some people want high water uh, I don't know anybody who wants low water but uh, uh, anyways well this wasn't going to be about high and low water even though I might cover that subject while talking about the wind because today it's quite windy we are fishing in the calm side, on the calm side of a of a peninsula, where uh, we have a a northeastern wind, and I'm facing south, so I actually have a a very good wind for for casting, and uh, that's one of the first points that I'm going to to talk about is the fact that usually we consider the wind or most fly anglers consider the wind a problem uh, fly fishing is something that you do in in calm which probably comes from the fact that most fly fishing is done in streams uh, in in lakes mm, but particularly in streams where the wind can be a real menace uh, an upstream wind, for instance, that pushes your dry fly or your line uh, upstream in an unnatural way, which means that your fly will fish, will drag, even your nymphs will drag because the line is pushed upstream. Also, the wind will probably be um, bad for your cast. Uh, most stream anglers fishing quite light gear will be very affected by um, by the wind and will prefer fishing in 
in calm weather. Also when you fish on flats in the ocean, on the coast, I usually think that, oh I think that most saltwater anglers will also consider the wind a problem. The guys that I fish with and myself too actually consider the wind a help. Um, the fact that the wind not only stirs the water, cre creates waves and r riffles and, uh, and movement in the water, but also the fact that it helps your cast and helps you get your line out and helps you stretch your leader is actually um, the reason why we think that windy weather is often better than calm weather for the kind of fishing that we do. Of course, this is this is not your average uh, fly fishing, uh, meaning that we fish the open ocean, we fish on a beach, we uh, we do a lot of casting, blind casting, uh, to uh, not to seen fish, but to just cover some water, and we want the wind to help us get distance and a great presentation. And it's actually easier with the type of gear that we fish to do a good cast and a nice presentation when the wind is blowing. Of course it's best when the wind is in your back. Uh, for the right-handed caster it's best when the wind is coming from the left and from behind, but um, Actually, everything apart from a wind head-on or an onshore wind is, is helping you in the cast. Even a wind which is slightly onshore from, your, from one of your sides can actually be a help in the, in the cast when, when fishing this type of fishing. And uh, that, um, that means that today, even though the wind is quite hard and uh, the opposite side of this peninsula is just frothy white waves. The place that I'm fishing right now is close to perfect. It's, as you can hear, the waves are slightly uh, moving up against the shore. There's a riffle on the water, there's uh, some movement, the surface is broken. Uh, the wind is coming from my perfect side. The over my left hand shoulder and I can actually cast quite far without any effort. Um, so this is, uh, this is close to perfect even though many people, even people fishing the coast here in Denmark would think that this day was too windy for fly fishing and they would do like Yari and Rasmus have done and take out their spinning rods and, and spin fish. Uh, sure enough, uh, the back cast can be uh, strange sometimes, let's put it that way. Uh, uh, I'm standing in, in knee-deep water, thigh-deep water. Uh, the beach is rising behind me. Uh, it's not that steep, it's not like a cliff or anything like that, but uh, certainly a low back cast will, will definitely uh, kiss the beach. And also with the wind sweeping over... Uh, my back. When I cast, I have to make sure every time I, I do a back cast that the, uh, 
that the line actually uh, straightens uh, because if it doesn't do that I won't be able to do a proper forward cast and I won't be able to stretch my leader and I won't be able to load the rod and uh, the result is usually that it, uh, the leader and the fly and the tip of the fly line piles up in a, in a big mushy uh, 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 knot out there and uh, the chance of me getting a, a casting knot in my in my leader is quite big and uh, and also uh, the fishing is quite inefficient because uh, the fly doesn't fish before I have maybe uh, stripped uh, a couple of yards or three uh, so I have to actually look over my shoulder to check the, the back cast and I make sure that I, I really do a, a narrow arc fast low back cast that cuts through the wind and straightens the leader in the back cast before I, I do my forward cast and uh, the result is actually an, a very good forward cast that straightens the leader and presents the fly uh, which starts fishing immediately when it hits the water which is what I prefer um, the uh, sometimes you see people casting in the actually that fly winds up behind their leader and uh, and sometimes even behind the tip of their fly line and they do that time after time and um, that's really not the, the way to fish because uh, your your fly won't fish right away and in case there's a fish nearby the fly will probably just slowly descend and uh, nothing will happen and should the fish take you have a lot of line to clear before you actually get contact and for some reason these sea trout seem sometimes very keen on taking right as the uh, as the fly hits the water uh, I don't know what it is we often fish for uh, spots that we believe hold fish like the edges between sand and seaweed and uh, uh, the edges of small stone reefs and uh, and places that are likely to hold fish and as, as the fly hits the water and you start stripping it's not that uncommon that you get a take immediately and uh, that's at least one good reason to have a, a stretched leader and a, a fly that fishes right away okay wind we have right here it's actually quite okay as I look over the water I have a, a, a bit of wind sweeping over I can see the wind in the in the water it sweeps down like if you imagine a, a helicopter low on the water you can actually see those those uh, very uh, very windy parts that just move fast over the water uh, the beach behind me and the landscape behind me is quite low meaning that uh, the wind has a free run and actually it, it's quite even and um, and just runs over my uh, over my head and, and helps me but some places we get speaking of helicopters what what my friends and I refer to as helicopter winds which are really erratic strange absolutely random winds you have the wind coming over your head and over your shoulders and behind you uh, but uh, the landscape affects the wind in such a way that sometimes it it's in in your face sometimes it's from your right sometimes it's from your left and actually the wind changes from one moment to the other meaning that uh, 
meaning that you actually can do the back cast with a good wind and when you do the forward cast the wind has changed and you have it right from your right side and uh, the line will sweep very neatly uh, towards your head and your back and uh, and you'll have to duck and uh, and uh, seek shelter for uh, for f uh, flies uh, whizzing by your ears and uh, that's very uh, very typical of uh, of fishing below uh, higher uh, hills behind you cliffs uh, uh, tall trees and whatever and what you get there is um, you get the wind sweeping over and then be behind the uh, behind the the hill you have turbulence and the turbulence can actually easily be seen on the water you can see these strange winds sweeping over uh, this is not the case here the wind is hard it's uh, even rough by some measures but uh, it's even and it's easy uh, easy to cast in. Alright, so if the case was that the wind wasn't coming from my left-hand side but was coming from my right-hand side but still over my shoulders, well, I had a few options then. One option would be to cast a bit more to my left, meaning I would just turn uh, and kind of change the my orientation uh, with regards to the uh, to the wind and uh, I would get the wind from the right side that means maybe fishing along the beach in a different way than I am originally planned but still I will be able to to fish the other option which is used quite often actually is turning around and fishing backwards and that is something that you don't see many places and I have actually uh, had a few remarks in my time because of the of the fact that I just turn around and fish backwards. It's not like I'm a whiz fishing uh, backwards, but uh, it actually does work and if you get used to it you can actually cope with most, most situations. And sometimes you'll just wind up in a situation where you want to fish in front of you, but the wind will push your line and your fly towards you. And an easy way to overcome that is just to turn around and fish the wrong way. So your back cast becomes your forward cast, the deliver is done in the back cast and your forward cast is actually your back cast where you lo load the rod and, uh, and uh, start your cast. And it's not that easy, uh, sorry, it's not that difficult, actually quite easy. So um, yep, that's, um, that's a very good way of coping with the wind. If you're in a boat for instance, it also means that you can have two people fishing uh, because one can fish. Uh, from one end uh, casting backwards and the other can fish from the other end casting forwards and uh, you can still actually manage to uh, to get uh, two people fishing from whoops I had a fish in front of me here let me see if I can get a fish on tape here I had a small fish these fish are very close this is about like eight ten meters in front of me and the ones that we have taken we got it and they had little sand eels, very small sand eels, less than an, an inch in length and very, very thin in their, uh, in their stomachs. And they're obviously running in the shallows here, just maybe uh, three feet and one meter of water and just chasing these small sand eels. And this was definitely a fish in the surface, just right in front of me. And hopefully I can 
I can get some action here. fish didn't want to do anything so uh, I'll just fish my way on here and uh, I'm actually getting close to the uh, to the spot uh, that um, that produced quite well this morning for a couple of us so uh, and the water is as I said getting close to high tide so that might even uh, even stir some some action uh, speaking of as I'm uh, moving along the, the beach here uh, I'm actually I'm fishing with the wind, as I might call it, meaning that since the wind is coming from my um, my left-hand side, it kind of pushes my cast to the right, and the natural way to move is actually move slowly along to the right as I cast. That means that I follow the cast, and I even follow the line. I have my my line in the water in front of me and since the wind just blows it slowly along to the right it's a natural movement to go rightwards and uh, and usually I will when I see or feel the way the wind is on a beach I will just orient myself or walk along the beach in such a way that I can fish with the wind and move uh, move along having the wind from my my left as it is now I move to the right having the wind from the uh, the right I move to the left if it's just straight in my back I can move either way and do as I please if there's no wind well I'll actually spend a lot of time looking for fish and not as much casting but that's a, a whole other story as you might be able to hear now, the, the wind kind of sweeps down, and we get these bursts of wind, which is another other result of the uh, of the landscape here behind me. Is actually that uh, that sometimes I'm in calm spots, and as I walk along, I get to small open areas where suddenly I have a, a, a bursts of wind coming down, and I always have to be prepared for a, a strange wind that actually pushes uh, the line in some strange direction. So I'll just I'll just fish along here and uh, and see what happens and uh, hopefully uh, we can finish today's podcast with uh, with catching a fish, which would be very nice. Uh, I'd love to uh, to hear that on uh, on the recording and uh, and I'd uh, of course love to catch a fish. Uh, since now I've uh, I've. Uh, been able to catch the first couple uh, after having been jinxed for quite a while. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'll just follow step after step here and and see what happens. And you can just tug along.
All right, had a take there, very clearly, a definite take. Okay, so I'm just slowing down here, and nothing, so always just slow down and strip again, and I'm gonna cast in the exact same spot, see what happens. These fish are really, really taking carefully. Usually a sea trout will just say bang, and you're absolutely sure that they'll hammer the fly and just sit there, but this water is extremely cold, and they're very, very slow at taking. And you'll feel the, the, the tuck in the fly, and, and you'll just feel nothing else. And what I usually do is just leave my rod down, no strikes, no nothing, just stop the fly for just a second, another strip, stop again, another strip, and in many cases you'll have the same slow fish just following the, the fly in. At, in one strip they'll just, they'll just go for the fly and get it. And just leave your rod down there, pull the line, make sure the, the fish is on, and uh, raise your rod and fight the fish. And though this is not going to be the case now, it seems, that would be the way I would do it. If, if I if I got the fish there. It's always nice to feel fish, even though it would be nicer to, to hook them. It's great to feel that there are fish out there. And it definitely makes you more alert and uh, suddenly you concentrate on the water and uh, and see what uh, what happens. And uh, another thing that I do is, uh, after having taken a couple of casts, uh, making sure that nothing is happening, I check the fly because as close as the beach is behind me, I might have hit a rock or the beach or something and the fly might be dull and fishing with a dull fly is really stupid because they, this is actually the first offer I've had in a very long uh, while and um, it's not going to be the hook. It doesn't, doesn't sting. If uh, anything is going to be wrong, it's got to be me or the fish, not the fly. The fly has to be okay. So I just check the fly after a couple of casts and make sure it's sharp, which in this case it is. So, And then I fish on the same place. And as soon as I've had a, a take, I usually just stay in the same place, take a few casts, left and right, and uh, try to probe the water. These little guys, which this probably also was, often go in schools. And... Uh, the school can actually be quite a few fish, so you want to make sure that you cover left and right and in front of you and just fish uh, the same spot and uh, just uh, see whether anything happens. And again, I'm suddenly, I'm just alert and very awake. And I'm definitely on the outlook for movement in the, in the surface now, see what happens. And again, this one took quite close, about, I don't know, 10 yards, 30 feet, 10 meters, something like that. Quite close over the, over the seaweed patch that I have in front of me. But it seems to be a, a loner. Nothing is happening, so uh, I'll just fish on here. You never know which way these guys move. They move up current, as most fish do, but uh, right now there's no current. Uh, only the wind that sweeps the, the water a bit to my uh, to my right. So uh, 
I would guess if these fish are going anywhere, they will go to my left, and uh, that's where I'm going to concentrate and, and move, see what happens. So, Well, at least a take on tape, that's, uh, that's something. Let's see what more we can do. I would like to get a fish, but, well, might not be so lucky. Right now I'm in uh, in the very very spot, the zone where we had quite a lot of activity both this morning and uh, and this afternoon, and uh, I'm concentrating. Uh, I don't cast that that far. Actually, I think the distance is probably about 20 meters or something, maybe um, uh, 60 feet or, or thereabouts, and uh, I. Uh, I basically, I'm standing on the, uh, only with my boots barely covered with water, right on the edge of the water where the, uh, where the small waves are, are licking the beach. And um, I'm covering a, a patch of, of stones with, uh, with some uh, algae and seaweed on them. And it's just kind of a small... Uh, I don't know what you would call it, a pocket, a reef, or a, uh, a thruff, or whatever. Just a, a bit deeper, a bit darker, stonier uh, than the rest of the beach. And definitely a place that you would guess would be a place where fish would gather. In front of me I have a, a strip of sand, and, uh, and uh, to my right, and... Um, Beyond that, there's uh, another dark patch, like the one that I'm fishing right now. And uh, these two little dark patches have actually been where the fish have been caught. And I'm, I'm kind of concentrating right now. I'm not wading very deep, and I'm casting a lot along the beach. As I said, since the wind is coming from my back, casting along the beach can sometimes pose a problem. Because I, I, if I turn and want to fish to my, my right, as I do right now, I get the wind straight on my right shoulder, uh, and again, the solution for that is if I want to cast along, uh, I just turn around, face left, and cast backwards, and that actually enables me to cast right along parallel to the beach and cover this shallow area, which is quite close to the to the shoreline, and. Uh, Another way to overcome the uh, the problem that the wind can uh, can give you. Um, uh. Also, I'm noticing right now that as the sun is setting, it's probably going to be down uh, all the way down in in about an hour. It's very typical in these parts of the world that the wind comes down. So even though it's been quite windy all day and really been 
been a, a, a rough and tough wind, uh, when the evening comes, it seems that uh, everything settles a bit. Uh, the wind calms down, the waves, it's quite quite calm now uh, in front of me and, uh, and I haven't got these these totally strange helicopter winds anymore, but just uh, the occasional small burst of wind. So, and uh, it's still windy though. Uh, it's still nice for the cast, but it's it's a lot easier and a lot less uh, strange and erratic compared to to earlier today. Um, I'm uh, I'm covering this this bit of of water quite thoroughly and uh, and really on the lookout since we've seen fish on several occasions today I'm I'm really looking out for movement in the water and even though it's it's windy and wavy and there there are riffles on the water it's it's quite amazing how small the movement you can see um, a fish chasing a, a sea trout maybe uh, uh, one and a half or two feet long or something like that one and a half foot long chasing uh, a small uh, bait fish will definitely make uh, a mark in the surface if uh, they chase the uh, the bait fish to the surface you often see little little sand eels jumping which we haven't seen today but we have actually seen the fish um, make uh, make marks in the surface and uh, turning in the surface and I'm uh, I'm constantly looking to see whether I can uh, I can see movement because in, in the moment that I see something in the uh, in the water uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna gonna cast that way immediately because it's uh, it's these fish are really opportunistic and uh, if they're if they're hunting and you get a fly out there there's a really big chance that you get a take. So these guys are not like easy to spook unless you overline them or something like that. But if you cast to them and get your fly in front of them or on the side of them, you can you can actually almost uh, guarantee that you get a take. So uh, casting to fish you see is one of the really exciting things about about fishing in the ocean because it's uh, it's a thing that rarely happens and uh, when it does it's it's uh, it's really great. But as it is right now, there isn't much movement. So uh, I think I'll I'll wrap it up for today. It's been a, a pleasure being out fishing again. The weather is nice, even though the Meteorologists had promised rain. It's actually very nice and sunny right now, even though I do have a very dark cloud over the uh, over the horizon. Um, but anyhow, um, thanks for listening, and uh, hope to uh, to uh, see you, hear you, meet you again on the next Global Fly Fisher podcast, which will uh, be out as soon as possible. And um, this is Martin Jorgensen, thanking you from the uh, beautiful Danish coast. Enjoy your day and um, go fishing as soon as you can.